welcome to Metal Blade Farm. Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of Metal Brain Fuck. I am your host, Brewer Thunderhead, and with me I have, as always, my good friend and colleague, Daru Metal. How are you doing? An alcoholic. Good man. You're yes, my, you, yeah, you're my best alcoholic. <laughs> Never gonna forget that. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. yeah, we're called Metal Brain Fart, but I thought it was funnier to say Metal Brain Fuck, because now in retrospect that would have been a way way more embarrassing title to mention to your mother when she asks you what your podcast is called yeah. Metal Brain Fart is a little bit more innocent I guess yeah especially after uh, the live show we're totally Metal Brain Fuck yeah we are maybe maybe that's a plan for the future rebranding for to Metal Brain Fuck but yeah whatever so um, yeah we're, we're still yeah. At your place, doing this kind of recording, as you might hear, is not is not the same kind of a quality. It's a, a fairly decent quality, I might say. Yeah, I've man. been checking through the episodes that we've been doing so far. We've been doing two episodes. Three. That's our third. Th- this is our third episode with this setup. And eventually one more. And basically, we're um, we're just putting my uh, USB microphone in the middle of the table. So we are recording with one. Um, Mike and I'm eating chips. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God I having the limiter on on this because <laughs> that was some serious fucking. Yeah, you can you can totally do like ASMR, like beer opening. I already have opened from the last uh, episode. Oh man, that sounds good, right? <laughs> okay. Well, um, right. Um, so uh, again, we don't have the segment. Um, about our uh, week yeah because it's like the third day or something how long have i been here i need to check three days i think Uh, i've been here since the 25th so this is the fourth day (laughs) i mean uh, after the show live show we obviously did didn't do shit but uh, yeah the next day we just uh, (laughs) stay home and watching uh, gran turismo the whole the the grand tour yeah (laughs) two days three days something like this yeah so we've been pretty slow but uh, yeah we've been picking it up now and um, we're gonna do a proper show once more Um, it's a little weird doing a show after another but uh, yeah but it's good for us because then we'll have more time to take it easy in January because January sucks for everyone like every other month but I think it's the worst month of the year mm, to be honest I think uh, March is the worst because really then, yeah because then you don't have a concrete uh, idea what to gonna be if it's gonna be rainy sunny snowy everything oh, man, I, I don't know but that might be because I, I'm born in March that that might be why I don't think too unkindly uh, but, but March can be shit but I mean I, I think that January is shit but anyway at least we'll have episodes enough to entertain you through the month yeah. of January but we're recording this before New Year's so yeah we do it for you guys so once again happy New Year before New Year or after New Year or yeah. Ho- happy New Year after two weeks or something <laughs> so yeah should we uh, get on with the show maybe um, why not 
gonna do the pick of the week. Of we course. didn't do it last time. No. So uh, the last time. Oh uh, yeah. Because last time we did uh, te- top ten favorite albums, so we basically did pick of the week times ten. Yeah, dude. <laughs> See how bad I am with memory. We done this episode like ten uh, minutes before that. Well, you should be thankful then that I keep track on everything. I have <laughs> show prep on my computer. <laughs> and I so, have yeah. my show prep on my toilet paper. Not this time though. You're actually reading on proper paper this time. I see. But uh, yeah, whatever. What uh, what do you have to show? Um, it's a split tape. Audio tape, it's a split. From um, I think uh, Iron Cobra is a German band. I'm 99% sure. And Witchcurse is a band from Germany. Witchcurse is a, a sort of new wave of British heavy metal. Iron Cobra is heavy metal, speed metal, something like this. With uh, their split that is called Heavy Metal Drunk Machine. And um, the both of the band have like uh, five songs uh, inside. Um, for um, which curse uh, for me it's a battle fire, uh, demons uh, warning. Uh, every uh, actually every song from which curse is uh, like stand up track. Iron Cobra I didn't listen so much, but uh, Valhalla rocks and um, Fist of Fury it's uh, really good. Speed Biker is good as well. Yeah, I actually checked out where Witch Curse was from. They're from Thessaloniki in Greece. Yeah, and I saw them like three times, four times, something like this, man. The, the, the Cobra was from Germany, so you were correct about that. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. Cool. So you basically did like two two albums in one, pretty much, or two EPs, maybe. That's a split, that's why. What do you what, what do you consider a split? Is it is it one album? It is one album. But it's by two bands, or yeah, more. Yeah, two or more bands, because I have uh, some R split uh, between Violenter, Turbocharged uh, and uh, Obscuria plus, I think, and Range, I'm not sure. Alright. So basically it's like a compilation, something like this. Yeah, I think that's what you consider it. Uh, I mean, compilation is like, I think it's more... more a, split, than, a split is obvious, because yeah. a split is... Splitting in two. Splitting in two. And uh, four, four. compilation is when you have like Eight. 15 bands or something. All right. Okay, cool. So um, I'm going with something um, which is actually from my extended favorite albums of all time list. Because I haven't had time to listen to anything new or interesting. So I'm going with um, Candlemas with mm. Nightfall, their second album. And the first with the fat guy in the um, in the monk suit. Scarlet. Uh, no, he doesn't have a scarlet actually. Messiah Marklin doesn't have a scarlet. Oh, yeah, I thought that he was like a little bit bony. Maybe he is now, but uh, back in '88 he wasn't. He had like a very poofy fucking hair back then. But I I don't know now. I mean. Um, you can see him in bars here around Stockholm, so... It's a... Uh, <laughs> for me, it, uh, he looked uh, like a little bit of... Um, uh, what was uh, the bass player of uh, Napalm Death? Uh, Shame? Sh- uh, Shame? Oh, yeah, I know who you mean, but yeah. the, the name escapes me. Like, um, especially with the hair. Um, yeah, but uh, they have similar hair, but uh, Shane went bald before he did, because yeah. I think Messiah is not... 
He's not bald, as far as I know. But then again, I haven't. He's been off the radar since he since he left Candlemas last time. So um, whoever knows. No, no, man. But yeah, it's a fantastic record. I okay. say it's a, It actually is the time of around this time of year I get into Candlemas a lot. Like winter, early spring. That's Candlemas time for me. When everything is gray and uh, shitty. That's the time when I listen to Candlemas. Uh, I've never been into Candlemas. I don't know. I tried a couple of times. Mm, it's not clicking for me. It's just not clicking. Yeah, well, um, I actually noticed that I, I only listen to like the early records with them, like the classical four, four, stri- four first records, as I do. I did with them, and uh, actually, I, it was fairly recently that I went through. The rest of the discography and uh, it's okay but it's not as good as it was back in the day it's sort of like the dream theater situation with me that th- this is a band that keeps on releasing stuff and i really don't care it's not really as good as it was and um yeah but uh, but this one is like came out in 87 so it was very one year before i was born yeah and it's an excellent record in uh, every way. Actually, has a couple of fast tracks as well. So uh, yeah, it's a good one. I don't really have too much to add, but uh, yeah, I'm going with uh, "Nightfall" by Candlemas. Um, Classic Swedish. Cheers, man. Um, we are drinking. I'm drinking vodka with a call. I'm still doing Yul Mustin Martini, but I'm kind of. I'm almost. I'm almost finished with the Martini. And I'm running out of Yulmust, so I'm gonna have to sort out that thing later. <laughs> well, but yeah, um, today's topic then. Today's topic is basically a first part of uh, two, two part topic, uh, and it's called Fire and Ice. Yeah, so basically, we're talking about songs with. Um, Something with fire in the title or flame or whatever. Yeah. For this one episode, the next episode is probably going to be ice and frozen and yeah, I don't Extreme know. I don't know if, weather. <laughs> yeah, so it's not like it doesn't have to have the word fire in it, but something uh, related to fire at least. So um, I'm a little bit curious. Uh, what have you picked on? Uh, but uh, first of all, I want to say that was the run out of idea and you see me I was uh, like uh, this uh, cartoons when uh, when the father is uh, waiting to, uh, for the labor and uh, just go around the circle and uh, was thinking what I'm gonna do and I lift uh, this idea from uh, Mel Hangover thank you guys you don't know that but you gonna understand man I thought it was a original idea no <laughs> Um, actually it came <laughs> to me and after that I remember they done that as well for me it's original because I haven't listened to every single episode of their podcast so well uh, I'm gonna start with the obvious one with the big one with um, Metallica fight fire with fireman and we mentioned that song a lot for a reason but it's a fucking amazing song and um, from the greatest album yeah I think we talked about it 
a little bit last time and we've talked about it in the metallic episode which we have and also uh, about uh, the professions episode first one yeah the, uh, maybe we did when I came up uh, for the firefighters with this one. Oh yeah, yeah okay yeah yeah okay yeah now I remember that so we've been we've mentioned it a lot but yeah it's a it's definitely a great track one of the best opening tracks that I've ever made I think yeah so yeah uh, I don't know uh, is there any more to add about it uh, it's a great one great track sure man and uh, what did I put on my list I put um, another callback to our last episode Iced Earth Burnt Offerings because um, it's a great song Seventh, 7 minute opener and it's um, it has a little bit of a, it's a long it's a, yeah 7 minutes like I said but it's very quick and there's a lot of like fucking double bass shit going on so it's a uh, is a pretty cool opening as well for a band like I Surf and it's extremely dark and extremely fiery and of course there's something about burning in the title so that's why I picked it on my list and uh, I talked about it a little bit last time didn't get too deep into this but I also remember Dante's Inferno because an inferno that's a burning place so there we go it's a very fiery record I would say and uh, I mean if you look with the the updated album cover which is awful you see a burning demon but the old uh, album cover was like uh, Satan in his frozen hell by Gustave Doré which was a French artist who did like woodblock carvings it's a really cool painting or uh, painting carving but whatever burnt offerings oh. with uh, I surf that's a first pick on my list at least well I um, I keep more more like now I add one uh, with burn, but uh, basically, my is uh, extremely just uh, fire and flames. But uh, since you put the burn, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you back, man. Onslaught with a song with the open song for um, killing peace, burn. So that's my. <laughs> My uh, next pick is, um, All right. like I said, uh, Killing Peace is one of my favorite uh, albums all the time. Uh, Burn is a really good opener, like uh, Fight Fire with Fire. And um, definitely I think uh, the people who is uh, listening to Trash go enjoy this one. So it's not a cover of uh, Deep Purple? No, <laughs> it's not. But since you mentioned uh, Deep Purple, why not going there man yeah that, that's what i was thinking because i think you know doing a list of these things it, it works for a while but when you start doing the show you get things in your mind and uh, yeah th there has to be a lot more tracks called burn but uh, oh. i don't know deep purple was like the thing that came into my mind that's why i uh, just uh, stand uh, with uh, fire and um, flames uh, in the song title nothing more and uh, I was also not really metal related, but it seems like a shame not to mention it. But Arthur Brown, Hellfire. Mm. I am the god of Hellfire, okay. and I'll teach you to burn. In that case, in that yeah. case, you can put as a um, as a cover song uh, that Siri uh, Tango done. Yeah, they did a cover of that one. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you see, there you go. But the thing is, the funny thing with Arthur Brown is that a lot of people was, would say like, oh, this is like the first heavy metal and aesthetically, 
Yes. And I think like Bruce Dickinson has been in an interview saying that he took a lot of like his theatrics, Arthur mm-hmm. Brown's theatrics or whatever. And I think a lot of British acts did the same thing. I think it was like this old episode of um, what's the guy I don't like? Uh, I like a lo- I dislike a lot of people, but Sam Dunn, who did the uh, Headbangers Journey, <laughs> he did like this series like World Metal or what the fuck it was called. And he did like a shock metal episode. And now we lost the uh, public from uh, Canada. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, okay, I don't know the guy, but I just the reason why I don't like him is I don't like his uh, genres. Yeah. His metal, his heavy metal family tree is fucking fucked up. He's probably a really nice guy to take a beer with. I'll take a moose head with you any day, buddy. Uh-huh. But um, man, that uh, family tree is. But yeah, I just remember that Arthur Brown was in that uh, shock, uh, shock rock part or shock metal yeah. or whatever. But uh, yeah, I'm on a tangent here, so as usual we are. Uh, well, let's that uh, let's go in again with a beer one. Uh, last time I said I was uh, with uh, split be- between two albums uh, of uh, Overkill and. Um, I go with uh, taking over, but uh, today I'm going with uh, Fuel the Fire with the, uh, with the song Fuel ah, the Fire. Of man, it's uh, amazing. One of my all-time favorite songs uh, when I uh, lit up the barbecue. It's great. Fire! Fire! Fuel I, I actually, fire! I actually had a friend in Jable who, who did the same thing. Whenever <laughs> we would grill, he would always... He was also like a huge Overkill fan. I guess that's another thing as well when I change friends they they all like exodus <laughs> and overkill for some reason but i do like both of those bands it's just that a little bit under my radar but overkill less less of that than uh, exodus but yeah it's a great track feel the fire it's kind of funny to go looking for fire songs because i noticed that when you start to go through like this, this is the research i did i went through like my favorite bands or whatever and started to check out how many songs they had called Fire. <laughs> Something with Fire. And I noticed that I don't have time to do this. <laughs> so, uh, one pick that I did at least uh, from my, one of my absolute favorite bands, Running Wild, is Raging Fire from Port Royal. That's good. That, that is a good one. It's not really one of the um, the best of the album. It's sort of like the weaker track, but... Uh, it has a nice uh, melody to it and uh, I don't know about this band you know this early Running Wild is really very much a ruthless metal kind mm. of uh, <laughs> no it's not ruthless metal it's uh, what's the other guy's name uh, Metal School uh-huh. because Metal School it does a lot of somewhat glam related things well, I've noticed he done uh, Running Wild I, I'm pretty sure he done that. Running Wild he done Juro he done uh, Area. Yeah, and Vixen for some reason. I don't know, I haven't watched that video, but I will check. Did he do an Aria? I didn't. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm going to check that out. But yeah, I like him. I like his style. I like his review. He did like a fucking uh, Stormwitch review, which is good, by the way. Is there a song about fire in Stormwitch? I, I, that's kind of sad because Stormwitch is also one of my one one of my favorite bands as well from Germany, but I can't remember uh, anything about fire. 
Well, maybe it will come to me. Well, uh, uh, if you do some, um, if you have something on your list to take, I can check it out. Actually, yeah. Because right I want to mention Stormwitch because they're great. Right now, I put uh, Aria. Oh, really? Yeah, because uh, I didn't think about that. Igras Ognem. That means uh, play with the fire. Ah, there you go. In the Russian, uh, my Russian is very poor, but uh, some of the words is similar to Bulgarian. So, Igras <coughs> Ognem or a game with uh, fire from uh, the Russian Iron Maiden. Aria. Yeah, basically. I don't. I think also the album is called Igras Ognem, uh, but I don't remember which year uh, it came. Yeah, it was something. I think we talked about it in a in a previous episode. It was like the the, the Russian version came out like one year before or whatever. No, we spoke about Chris. Ah, oh, it was Chris. Okay. And it wasn't uh, the last episode. It was two episodes again, I think. Okay, um, I did some quick research, and I found out that uh, actually one of my <laughs> one of my absolute favorite records by uh, Stormwitch, "The Beauty and the Beast," has two fire songs on it: "Tears by the Firelight" and "Russia's on Fire," uh, which are "Tears by the Firelight" is a ballad and it's okay, but "Russia's on Fire" is a pretty cool uh, marching song, and it's obviously about. Napoleon's invasion of uh, Russia in what was it 1910 I think somewhere around there I don't, I don't know. know we are not a historical class so. nah but I'm a historical nerd so I should have known well. whatever but uh, those are two good songs from probably it's probably my favorite album by them at least so uh, yeah now I got some Stormwitch shoved in there alright <laughs> because it's time for a black wind fire and still black wind fire and still <laughs> I'm amazed uh, I don't really they must have I, I know definitely know that Manowar has sung about fire yeah they've used the lyric fire at least <laughs> they, come on man they're uh, using dragon fire sword brother like <laughs> yeah but not in the title or, or am I I need to think now, but, think, but, but uh, that's, that's the first one that will come, come to my mind, but fuck it, uh, let's I check it. I think they have it um, from um, Triumph of Steel or uh, Kings of Metal or something. They must have something about fire on some album. Um, um, Demon Sweet, you know, no, Riding the no, I don't, um, just this one I... Yeah, Black Wind, Fire and Steel is like the most popular the most obvious one yeah. i would say but but i think they've they, they've they've seen have sung about fire at least but okay oh my god how can i forgotten this wheels of fire from fucking kings of metal obviously how can i forget it was uh, something uh, somewhere in kings of metal or triumph of steel yeah that is true but i'm gonna check triumph now just just because yeah we're doing a real interesting show here <laughs> Like like bad memory old men like going through. <laughs> oh, how could we have forgotten this? Burning from Triumph on mm. Steel. Okay, how could we have forgotten it? It's a pretty forgettable track. Yeah, it is. Actually, I, I, I don't can't even remember what the fuck. I mean, I need how to... it sounds. I don't uh, remember as well. Oh, I think it's a da 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 da. It sort of sounds like it has a similar rhythm to like immigrant song. 
uh-huh. but slower uh-huh. and shittier. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, um, I think it's a good record. I think Triumph of Steel is. It sounds a little weird. I don't know, man. But I think he has good songs. That was uh, the first record, uh, record of Manowar that I listened and, and guess what? It's not a bad introduction. And uh, guess what? <laughs> Have a boobies! <laughs> yeah. Triumph of Steel and fuck it had Achilles. Which, uh, if you remove the drum solo and the bass solo, it's a great track. Yeah, but that's uh, basically removing like six minutes from 28 minutes song. Yeah, exactly, and that's, I mean, I remember like one time, speaking about Achilles, I don't know if I mentioned it on the show, I probably have, but I don't care, we need to fill it out, so, uh, we went, I was at a party one time at one of my friends, and the thing was, uh, he had a girlfriend that was super annoying, we could only like shoot one song per person, uh-huh. you know, first <laughs> I choose one, then she choose one, then her boyfriend, yeah. and another guy, which is a fair deal, but here was the thing: we started fucking with her, and we were like, uh, the longest think, songs uh, that ever exist. Yeah, I think her boyfriend was like first out. He was like, "I want to hear Achilles," and she was like, "No, you can't just pick a twenty-eight-minute song." And then he like went around to me and my and the other friend that was at uh-huh. the party, and like, "Okay, let's all go together, and pick the song together, yeah, so that we'll stand our turn <laughs> just to hear Achilles." And she was like, well, I guess it's fair. I mean, three people. I mean, say part. I mean, let's say like a song is four minutes. So it, it kind of doesn't make sense, really. Maybe. I don't know. If you remove the... No, it's eight parts, I think, uh, was uh, the Achilles. Yeah, it's in eight parts, but it's 28 minutes. So yeah. And you can't skip the parts. That's the thing. No. It's not divided into parts on the CD. It's just a... On the CD, at least. I think... Uh, I do have well. this on CD. I do have this on CD, and it's just a solid track. On cassette as well. Yeah, probably. I mean, on cassette, it's gotta be like shorter. Yeah. Fuck. Now, now we're at an tangent, but I gotta know. I gotta know how long the. <laughs> okay, let's go here with the original from original American cassette from '92. Okay, let's see here. Did it kept anything away? Uh, not really. They didn't. But here's the goofy thing. See that they, on side A, they put Achilles. Yeah. And then Metal Warriors. Yep. And then it's over. And then, uh, I don't, is it even possible? Yeah, it's Yeah, this uh, is 92. They they had like uh, C90 cassettes, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, that explains it. Man, I really want this on cassette. Okay, sorry for that tangent. <laughs> uh, sorry, everyone. That was fun, actually, enjoying that bit. But uh, yeah, so um, but Black Wind Fire and Steel <laughs> was the one we were talking about initially. Yeah, that's a great one, by the way. I think we haven't talked about it enough uh, because that's one of the songs I played a lot when I played in bands. Because that's the that's the sort of endurance test of a bass player, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but also, it's um, it's a fast song. It's a great song. I is, really like it. It's really fun um, be, uh, because I actually were, were in a band where we were a free piece and I did the vocals and the bass. Mm-hmm. So we were basically like Rush, but we didn't play progressive. We played Manowar. Uh-huh. Basically, ha- half of our rep- repertoire was like Manowar songs. And singing and playing this was a I fucking mean, yes. experience because I didn't use a pick either. I did with my fingers. Yeah. So I was like. <laughs> 
it was kind of hard to uh, like uh, keep the tempo cool. of it, yeah. you know. But it was a fun song to play. So um, I don't know. Do you have anything else to say about it? Nope. Black Queen, Fire and Steel. Okay. I'm Shoot it, buddy. I'm gonna see here, um, man. We've been really up in the. We've almost been going for 28 minutes. Whoa, that's great. But um, I started to fuck around with the list a bit here <laughs> because I found something kind of hilariously funny here. I decided to go through uh, the entire discography of Dragon Force, and I decided to pick out every song which had a title related to fire and or flames and actually <laughs> i'm just gonna show you my list ah there we go through the fire and the flames <laughs> that's the first one but do you want to hear i'm gonna do a, like a little bit of a rapid fire here rapid fire round uh, well uh, <laughs> it's almost like rhapsody of fire man oh good Fuck. that you're fucking out <laughs> But uh, I guess we're gonna have to do it in the break, the research for that. I'm gonna have to do the no. research for that. Nah, but I'm, okay, I'm gonna f go through here. But I mean, I thought there were, you know, more songs that had it in the title. But obviously they have the, you know, the, the, you know, the, the, the word fire and flame mm -hmm. and or in yeah. every song yeah. pretty much. But these are just the songs that have, you know, the, the fire or the flame in the title. So here we go, Through the Fire and the Flames. Like uh, my next pick. Second one, Black Fire. <laughs> they they are, also have a Black Fire. Starfire. The Flame of Youth. The Fire Still Burns. A Flame for Freedom. And then finally, Ring of Fire. Oh, it's not so bad, man. I was thinking almost uh, every fucking some kiss uh, like with the uh, fire inside I, I might have missed something but i actually went through the entire discography and checked but here's the thing though uh, i think there's a guy on youtube who compiled he did like a video uh, i think um, he did first of all he did like metallica likes death so he compiled uh -huh. every time you know the word death or die was mentioned and then he did every time flames or fire uh -huh. was mentioned in dragon force and that <laughs> video was insane there was like every every other song had <laughs> something to do with either fire and or flames yeah so and i think it's hilarious that you know you picked through the fire and the flames that has both both yep. fire yep. and flames it's like saying through the shit and the crap it's and like poo. <laughs> through, through the poop and the shit you know yeah. it's like what the fuck so redundant but yeah that was my <laughs> did you get I saw you got some other idea there while I was Trovare and play me some it sounds like uh, this Italian band uh, Necrudet Necrudet Necru is basically death <laughs> and death is death it's so. death death basically <laughs> yeah so that, that's that's hilarious <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, one Swedish band that actually I add now. Uh, it's a Swedish heavy metal uh, from Gothenburg, I think. Right. Ram with uh, Flames of Tyrant. Fucking random access memory. So, um, uh, I don't uh, remember from which album I was, uh, but. Um, 
that was uh, I think that's their first uh, video for um, and um, it's great song uh, remind a little bit of uh, I I don't want to say maidenish but uh, it's better to say like Judas Priest type vocal you know what I mean yeah yeah definitely I actually haven't listened to Ram, I think, or maybe played it on one of our parties or whatever. But uh, but but are you talking about the song "Burning Scars"? Uh, no, no. Uh, "Flames of Tyrant." Right. Uh, it's supposed to be from the earlier albums. Yeah, I'm checking here. Uh, and the video of that uh, song is basically like Mad Max uh, vision, uh, like Mad Max. Uh, sort of video yeah that was big around that time I think uh, in and around that time was also when um, 2007 2008 something yeah, like this yeah it was the time when like uh, bands like uh, Stealing yeah. were yeah. and they they were basically doing the Mad Max thing L like as a co I mean as a concept they had album covers and shit about it so um. uh, cause uh I yeah, Flames of uh, Flame, Flame of the Tyrants is from the album Death. Okay. In 2012, so it was a little bit later, but uh, it came in around the same time. I, I remember Ram. Ram was one of those bands together with like Enforcer and uh, Helvetus Put. We had uh, what was the other band? In Solitude, exactly. They they released an album this year, by the way, In Solitude. Huh. I um, checked it out, and it was. Yeah. Decent. This from the same album. Ah, you see. Okay, okay. Okay, spoiler alert. Spoiler for next show, I guess. For next show, because. Uh, but uh, anyone who can go into Metal Archives and uh, <laughs> yeah, find out about like, the like Ram we, album. Death. Like we said, uh, <laughs> Fire and Ice uh, is this uh, that we going be like two episode uh topic and uh, from uh, ram that is uh, flame of the tyrant they have also some called frozen that is fantastic but not frozen from uh, disney no <laughs> uh, let's see here i've been burning through a lot of <laughs> burning through a lot yeah. of my list but i'm thinking uh hmm, how should we do this um i have a bunch of battery titles <laughs> that has a lot to do with burning so uh, we have born for burning enter the eternal flame blood fire death obviously. oh yes which is a great one then on the following record we have shores in flames and baptized in fire and ice both. and i don't know if it's fire and ice i don't know both so should we make a third episode? Nah. <laughs> because Fire and Ice is like a, I think it's like an old poem or something. But obviously it's sort of like a... No, uh, it's a saying, right? Um, Fire and Ice is uh, this uh, Game of Thrones, man. No, I think it's way earlier than that. But uh, most uh, is like... Uh, connected... Uh, most most time uh, is connect, uh, we are connecting with... Uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, probably. I mean, I haven't watched Game of Thrones, but I am aware of... I, I think the fire and ice, do you know what it is? It's uh, opposites. Yep. That's basically what it's... Uh, 
referring to. But, uh, it's a concept as old as speaking time, with so. uh, blood fire, uh, blood fire death, uh, Siniestro from their album that came this year, uh, Vortex. They have blood out death. Yeah, they have the same title. Yeah, it's in Swedish. Yep. So it's a is it a tribute to Bath? Uh, probably. Yeah, probably. Because there was also a a book about the Swedish metal scene that That's was released good. as I mean is also released as in English Bloodfire Death uh-huh. in Swedish Blood del Död. So and that's also that's something we should do in the future by the way. We should read that book and do some uh, stuff about do it. Do you see how many books I have uh, in the back of you to read? Yeah, well uh, and, and you know how I read uh, watching a fucking uh, Gran Turismo. <laughs> well, I'm just telling. It's a. I think. I think. I think people would appreciate we doing Blood of Fire Death. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe there's an audiobook version of it. Maybe I'll send it your way. We're going to see. <laughs> yeah. All right. But I think we we've been going for a while now, and I think we need some. Okay, I'm going. Uh, you have something more to go ahead two songs from one band as well um, because mostly I w- it was uh, by memory that I uh, uh, write on my uh, prep like always yeah and uh, this uh, this was a uh, wasp with uh, the flames and uh, this and the ballad uh, bed of fire oh yeah yeah I was thinking about that one That's so um, but uh, isn't it called Sleeping in Fire? Where am I retarded? Uh, uh, probably Sleeping in Fire, but uh, because uh, Witchcurse that I mentioned earlier with uh, this uh, split, that they have Bed of Fire. So probably oh, that's okay. why I. Um, but I think it's Sleeping in Fire. Yeah, Sleeping in the Fire, yeah. yeah. I remember that one because the first Wasp record is the only one I've extensively listened to. It's a good one. Um, but yeah, Sleeping in the Fire, that's a bad one. And it's a pretty good one. Yep. I mean, fucking Wasp, they were like the, the glam band with Attitude. No, they... They're not really glam. They are they? most uh, shock rock, uh, shock metal. Yeah, I would say, but they were in and around the glam yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So. so they were the edgiest glam band, which is not saying a lot, but uh, <laughs> it's saying something. No, but uh, seriously though, I, I think Wasp are... I don't know. I've only listened to like the earlier stuff, like yeah, because uh, self-titled one. Because and, uh, Wasp have the same problem as uh, Megadeth. Uh, I we don't uh, de- we don't uh, go deeper in the politics uh, and the religion, but uh, since uh, Dave Mustaine became new newborn Christian uh, as well as uh, Blackie was, uh, the uh, album start to be sucky and sucky. Oh my God! Yeah, I, I see like this. Like the three most recent record has been Babylon, Golgatha, We Idolized, which yeah. is a soundtrack to The Crimson Idol. What, what the fuck? What? I haven't seen this shit. Did you do a musical uh, or a movie based on... Because The Crimson Idol has a couple of nice tracks, I think, but I don't know. I yeah, don't but, know. but I, agree, I agree with you. I think that later era Wasp is not really... I think much. Uh, Dominator I listen and basically every song sounds the same as the first one. Yeah, pretty much. 
Also, Speaking about Wasp, I actually saw Chris Holmes' uh, solo band. Two, three, year, uh, three or four years ago, right? Yeah, it was at Copperfield. No, it was no. at uh, Harry B. James. Harry B. James, yeah, okay. That was pretty. It was a fun gig, but that yeah. was because like half of the set list was basically like old Wasp yeah, songs. Yeah, because I was uh, <laughs> thinking to go, but I didn't have money back uh, in that time. I don't remember who I went with. Uh, I think I went with the Lion to mm-hmm. see that show, and we were like, we actually tried to like get into his music, you know, Chris Holmes's music, and it was uh, <laughs> okay. Let me be nice here. It wasn't like Wasp. <laughs> it was uh, Wasp Order from Wish. Uh, Even uh, bad. Oh, man, like I said, I don't want to be too unkind here because. Uh, no, he seems like a nice enough dude, but okay. Actually, he released one uh, video, I don't remember the song. It was quite okay, but he tried to be more modern version of Wasp, I guess. I don't remember. Uh, man, I don't know. All I remember was that show was that no one gave a fuck about his songs. But whenever he like played Love Machine or like I want to yeah. be somebody, everyone went fucking crazy. Uh, it's almost, uh, <laughs> I guess it's almost like uh, with uh, uh, British Lion. Are you thinking uh, British, um, the Steve Harris band? Yeah. yeah. But do they do they... Iron Maiden covers? I don't know. I don't care. I mean, I wish they did. I don't think they do though. Because British Lion sucks, man. Yeah, it's... <laughs> I agree. It's fucking awful. I I, I was th- I was thinking British Lion sucks till I hear uh, Sinjitsu. Oh man. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, not really, but almost, I guess. It's on the same level. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, whatever. I, Should we go and take a break? Yeah. We are uh, coming back. Time to take a piss. again after a short break or a long one I don't know <laughs> um, so we're gonna talk about fire sure <laughs> man feel the fire yeah oh. and um, yeah during the break I made uh, excessive research into songs about fire and uh, <laughs> uh, this is so stupid um, Manila Road the fires of Mars a song I don't even remember how it went, but it was the only Manila Road song that I found that had the title "Fire" in it, and um, maybe it is good. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. It's not one of those. It's from the Deluge, and the Deluge is like. Uh, I cannot actually this uh, album, but oh, yeah. Th- yeah, we can there listen after that. But uh, it's probably one of my least listened to records, and I. One, one interesting thing while we're on the topic of the deluge the title track the deluge is very similar to uh, a song from uh, angel witch 
uh, Atlantis. And which they probably have a fire in their uh, songs. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure about that. <laughs> yeah, probably. But I think we've noticed that we've found more songs about hell than fire, almost. Well, come on, man. It's uh, normal to see hell and fire and burn, <laughs> uh, like, every second song. Because I was going through uh, Grim Reaper's discography, and I was thinking they gotta have something about fire. But no, they they gone with hell instead of fire. <laughs> and basically, I mean, half of their discography, I mean, two-thirds of their discography is something with hell. And hell is a burning place. So, I, you know, I'm going out on a limb here, and I'm going to say that, you know, Steve Grimmett and the, the Grim Reapers, <laughs> <laughs> they have some fiery songs. I mean, but now we're going, I mean, I don't know. Well, it's... um. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to put that joke, and after that I'm going uh, with a serious one. Okay. I'm going with uh, one cover song, actually. And what's that? Uh, Gene Simon, Firestarter. He covered uh, the the rave band uh, Prodigy. <laughs> so, and uh, actually, he, he died very poorly. I don't like I, it. I was amazed when you told me about this during the break. I was like... Is that fucking real? Yep. And it's... I mean, to be honest, I, I don't have anything against the Prodigy at all. I think they have... They have a decent, decent I think Firestarter is like yep. one of the more decent tracks. But to imagine fucking motherfucking goddamn son of a bitch motherfucking Gene Simmons doing it. It's it's weird. What went through his mind? I mean, when, when, when did he do this? Do, did you, do you know mm, any... Not a cool, man. Because, I mean, it must have been in and around the time where, like, the Prodigy was big. Uh, or when they were big, yeah, but uh, probably a couple of years uh, after that. I don't oh, know. my God, that, that's embarrassing. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, but let's go with the real one. Uh, it's a Bulgarian band All right. from Russia. Uh, they play a symphonic, uh, atmospheric uh, black metal, and the band is called Claymore. From their second album, uh, Vengeance is Near, they have a song that is called Dancing with Black Fire. Ooh. Uh, the thing is, I, don't, I didn't listen to the album, so I cannot uh, say very much so about that. So, are they dancing with Metal Lucifer's song, or what's the... Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't uh, mentioned that, by the way. Dur uh, during the first hour, we didn't get to mention... Um, Sabbath. And Mel Lucifer, because I'm pretty sure Mel Lucifer uh, do a cover of Sabbath, but, but it's normal because Sabbath and Metal Lucifer is basically the same band, except yeah, different genres. If if people get pissed at us for getting it wrong, then come on, it's sort of like trying to dis distinguish like Lingua Mortis from fucking Rage. It's like. Uh, well, okay, one is symphonic, the other is kind of symphonic no, as well. No, uh, black uh, Sabbath is black metal, and uh, metal was no. I was thinking, talking about Rage and Lingua Mortis. Ah, okay. Because they're basically the same band, but I think, I think they're doing symphonic in the other and not in the other. But then again, Rage gotten kind of symphonic later. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> don't know man I don't fucking know. I don't know what I'm talking about 
Nobody knows what you're thinking about. But also we were talking about uh, an interesting fact about Siri Fungul was that uh, uh, I checked out their discography and I found the track The Fire. And you were like, oh yeah, but that's the Arthur Brown cover. And I was like, okay. But I don't didn't recognize the lyrics, so I checked out their later album that came after the one that had the fire on it. And apparently they've done both. They've both done a song of their own called The Fire. And then they've done the Arthur Brown cover, Fire. Which might be, I mean, imagine going to a show and the audience is screaming like, what do you want to hear? whatever I wonder if that gets confusing at all I am pretty sure uh, probably it is I'll play fire and then they start playing Arthur Brown and they're like no fuck I wanted to hear the fire what the fuck I don't know I mean probably the fire is probably not even a I don't know anything about that particular Sir from Gold album but maybe maybe it's not a song that people care about I I don't fucking know (laughs) I don't know. But yeah. Well, I'm going with um, one uh, classic new wave of British heavy metal band. Um, oh, really? Yeah. The band is called Hell. Ah, that's a good one. And they have a song, uh, Plague and Fire. There you go. <laughs> they're so. also called, I mean, they're, they're called Hell. Yeah. And they have a song about fire. That's fantastic. I'm I'm just looking through here how many how many bands there are out there. We band a name here a lot. Yeah, but uh, that has fire as well. And apparently, I found a Japanese band called Hellfire. <laughs> well, there is a hellish crossfire and uh, whatever. Oh man, this is oh, they're still around. Power metal from Japan, Hellfire. <laughs> All oh, right, God, there are so many fire bands. It's crazy. Okay, I'm going uh, again with the big one, uh, Exhumer. I'm going with Possessed by Fire, but uh, they also have uh, Fire and Damnation and a lot of other songs that uh, include fire inside. But Possessed by Fire is their (coughs) debut and probably the most recognizable album and song. Alright. So that was for me. But definitely, Fire and Damnation uh, is also a very good uh, uh, song from, I forget which uh, uh, album, around 2012. But however, you can uh, go with the next one, man. Yeah. Earlier on, I was thinking about the band Fire Force, actually. But I wasn't thinking about the band name. I was thinking about the opening track on their album, March On, which is called coastal battery and they sing fire in it but it didn't have fire in the title so I was like ah fuck I can't use fire force but I'm stupid because I can use fire force because they have on the same album on the March On album they have a song called Firestorm so I should have checked it out earlier but isn't that perfect we have a band called Fire Force with a song called Firestorm so there we go I guess Alright. Let's see. I'm gonna go with uh, one uh, album. Uh, one song that is from an album that was my pick of the week. Alright. I'm going with uh, Kvayan 
Revenge by Fire. That is from their first album, uh, The Funeral Pyre. So they released that 2020. Uh, and actually they're going to release new album very soon. So it's a melodic black metal again. And uh, that song especially reminds me a lot uh, the riff. Uh, the main riff reminds me a lot of um, Rosu Mahar, Krasuta Dvozhnya Umrat or something like this is because it's in Russian that basically beauty is supposed to die <laughs> uh, so <Good> title. <laughs> yep that's uh, with my choice about uh, black metal client all right I uh, kind of out of ideas <laughs> okay, then I'm going uh, with uh, one band with two fire songs. I'm going with uh, Walk Vostok uh, from their album 2011, Dystopia. The, they have uh, Taste the Flame. Uh, I think that's my second uh, favorite album from Walk Vostok because they have... Uh, also Navigator that is amazing song and uh, from 2015 album that is called um, from uh, from this, uh, these waters uh, fighting fire with blood fighting fire with blood yeah no. progressive now good progressive now not like uh, dramatic theater so there you go yeah, I'm trying to find something here, and uh, <laughs> I've run out of fire, so to speak. Um, I, I don't know. I was almost uh, like uh, putting uh, exos, but uh, I remember they don't have, uh, or at least I don't uh, recall a song with a fire, but uh, they sing. Um, uh, in the in the race, uh, like uh, uh, let's put the f uh, let's put the fire up because we can uh, set. Uh, you bring the matches, I will bring the gasoline. But yeah, it's the the title song is uh, just a race. And I have okay, I have uh, Niflheim as well, Swedish band. Um, um. brothers. <clears throat> Niflheim is basically hell in Nordic religion or Nordic paganism. So, um, but it's not a warm place; it's a cold place. That's awesome. It's like hell, but cold. Yeah, ice hell. <laughs> <laughs> it's ice hell. Uh, but from, yeah, what what do from they have there, any fire? From, from there, actually, first album that is also called Niflheim, that we didn't put as uh, band names self Tiris album. They have. Oh, we forgot about them. Yeah. Yeah. They have Storm of Satan Fire. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and uh, from uh, Envoy the Lucifer, they have uh, Raping Flames and Internal Flame of Destruction. Oh, there you go. So. Um, do, do Venom have any songs about fire? Uh, don't burn the witch, but uh, I don't remember, man. I, I, I was uh, like. Um, like when I spoke about uh, when I was uh, 
thinking to check one band, but uh, I forget which band it was. <laughs> um, how how long we we are already? Uh, we're at fifty-five minutes. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Not too much to add, have we? <laughs> And we pulled for a lot of songs, to be honest. Yeah, we had a lot of songs, but um, I don't know. <laughs> well, kind of a hard subject to do, but I don't mean. I, no, it's not hard. To, we just don't speak so much. <laughs> we had more to say in the first half of the episode. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna check a couple of things. You can enjoy the. Uh, you can uh, speak some bullshit. To I don't think they hear you too well when you're over there. Well. But uh, yeah. Man, I, I feel like this is almost as bad as the Christmas episode. <laughs> <laughs> like running out of subjects. I don't know. Okay. But it's always like it's so fucking hard because you want to do like what the episode is about. And then you, during the first hour, we basically just talked around anything about. We we talked, you know, around the subject. Yeah, and we not about the subject. Now when we're turn, trying to do the subject, it's just it gets hard. <laughs> yeah, because uh, oh, it's a great song from great album. Let's move on. I don't. Know, um, I like the band Cult of Fire. That's a recently a band that I've started listening to. Because uh, it's a black metal band from the Czech Republic that sings about Hinduism and the Buddha. I, I actually had him as a pick of the week, like uh, how long ago? It was a couple of weeks ago. Three weeks, four weeks. And I, and I, I've listened to the album Buddha, which came out. I really wanted to put it on my albums of the year, but it came out last year. So and they, they didn't they didn't put anything out this year. So. That kind of sucks. And well, uh, there's also a band called High on Fire, which is uh, the guitarist from Sleep, who made a new band. And I've never listened to High on Fire, but I really like Sleep. Even though I don't like stoner music, I really like Sleep. For I, some I like to sleep. You uh, you like to sleep? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, well, that's different. And snoring. <laughs> But uh, Cataclysm actually, uh, now I remember, they put an uh, album 2004 that is called Serenity in Fire and um, basically the people probably know it um, like uh, the album with a snake and uh, the song, more, uh, more uh, famous song is Ambassador of Pain but in that album Serenity in fire they have uh, guess what serenity in fire song oh they have a self-titled track <laughs> or a or a, the title track on the album so to yeah speak. and i'm pretty sure they also have uh, something more with uh, fire but uh, i'm not quite sure yeah, we should have done more e research for this episode i feel <laughs> yeah but uh, the thing is uh, i basically have like uh, fuck um 15 songs and we say ah it's enough it's gonna be Dude, I, I remember something about metallica that we forgot about by the way when it comes to fire uh, jump in the fire 
Yes, yeah. yes, yes. How do you feel about that track? But I don't know if, if we talked about it in the Metallica episode. Oh, we talk. Well, come on, jump in the fire! Yeah! I actually, I don't know if this is true or not, but I heard like a rumor that it was supposed to be like their hit single. Like they tried to make it a radio friendly. And uh, I don't know. I mean, it's a little bit disco, I guess. But yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I really... Like it because it's a once again it's from the first Metallica and since it's from the first Metallica it's from the good Metallica. Yeah, I mean uh, I I don't know how I feel about that song. I mean it's okay, it's not the best on the album, but it's it's not the worst either. <laughs> but I, but I don't really see cover bands doing that song too much. No, unfortunately, they don't uh, do so much uh, of. Except probably the. Oh fucking hell! I've I've been going through this entire episode without talking about Riot, because they have an album called Fire Down Under. Okay. With a title track called but Fire Down Under. Because uh, your uh, Riot shirt is uh, basically for a <laughs> washing machine. Yeah, I will probably wash it. Yeah. Tomorrow. But, or uh, speaking of Venom, yeah, uh, from Black Metal, they have uh, Heavens on Fire. So it's the same. Uh, it's not a kiss cover, right? No. I mean, if we're gonna talk about kiss, they probably have a lot of fire. N- not really. Is that heavens on fire? Uh, heavens on fire. I don't remember which one, but yeah. Um. But I think uh, we can uh, finish again a little bit early. Yeah, I think, I think we run out of steam a bit. Yeah, so. So they, uh, speaking of them, they also have uh, Fire as a single from ni- uh, from 88. Oh, there we go. Uh, but they've done mo- mostly songs about hell. So I guess in that regard we can... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're, they're like the hell songs. But, uh, Fuck, there's see, a band called Hell Songs, but I don't remember. Uh, pr- in Primeval, they have uh, uh, Into the Fire as well. So they have oh, a couple oh. of... Oh, fuck. Now I remember. Speaking about Into the Fire, that's a song from Sabaton. And we don't speak uh, too much about Sabaton here, so yeah. I think we have... Or was that a yoke? I don't get it. <laughs> no, we didn't. No, but yeah, but that that's... Fuck, I should have wrote, written it down earlier. It's a, it's a good track about the Vietnam War. I think it was from Prima Victoria. Mm. So that was like the old days. Yeah, probably. The old school fucking days. So yeah, that's that's a cool track. And they probably... Fuck, if I can remember, do they have any more fire tracks? They, they definitely have the word fire. That's, that's the thing. I mean, probably every metal band has mentioned fucking fire at one point or another speaking sp- <laughs> Annihilator set the world on fire oh yeah 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 that record was fucking disappointing uh, right it was okay I guess and that track was uh, yeah I, I don't oh, know wait, I don't think uh, wait I'm uh, thinking about Kill the King yeah no, that, that's, that's a bit later yeah but this was uh, before I think they just released it after uh Never Neverland, I think. Their, their first two records are fucking fantastic. Alice in Hell and Never Neverland, I think they're fucking great. 
I actually have Never Neverland on vinyl, oh, believe it or not. So, uh, but yeah, no, Set the World on Fire was a little bit, yeah. And the Metallica, no, 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 not Metallica, but Megadeth made a song called Set the World on Fire as well, which was uh, not not good either. Yeah. I mean, they they calling themselves like Set the World on Fire, but they really didn't. <laughs> it's sort of like, you know, the... the um, the Manowar track, Blow Your Speakers, but it's the first digitally recorded record, so it has no fucking oomph at all. <laughs> but well, you know you know what I'm saying, right? Whenever you played like fucking tracks from um, Fighting the World, yeah. it's so fucking it's so fucking low in volume. It's like to crank blow it up. your speakers, my rock and roll. It's like how? How yeah. do I blow my speakers with this? I have to fucking bass boost everything <laughs> in exactly. order to blow my speakers. And I'd be lucky if I blow my speakers in the car with that. <laughs> but seriously, if you try to blow like a proper, like, I don't know. Stereo. Stereo. You, 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 you'll, be, you'll be having. That, that's a record that really needs. Okay, I'm, I'm out on a tangent, but fuck it. We need to fill out the time, right? Yeah. That record needs a fucking, a fucking remaster. Seriously, because I think it it hasn't received it. Yeah, that's a, one of the rarest I mean, I, 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 rarest uh, time that uh, you really need to remaster it. I don't think it. I really have to check it out now if it has been remastered. Because in that case, I want a remastered copy because it's not really mm. it's not powerful at all. No. Uh, let me see here. Okay, check the other versions. They Man, there's so medium. many unofficial releases. <laughs> so many Russian unofficial releases of this album. Russian? Well, I'm not surprised. Oh, okay, here, here's a funny one. In uh, 2020, the the record labeled "Listenable Records" released a 12-inch vinyl hmm. of this. Uh, limited edition colored it was a reissue and a repress so yeah. no remaster they've no I'll check through the list here they've only reissued yep never remastered but uh, did I uh, am I uh, wrong or uh, I think uh, Gamma Ray and uh, Heroin they have uh, something with, uh, some song with a fire in in their uh, oh man um yeah, uh, I think uh, from gambling something uh, uh, from here. We oh, later later on. Um, I'm just thinking about the early stuff, but there's gotta be. Oh man, why why did I write Halloween? Because there is a band Halloween. I know, and they're actually pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I think it's better than Halloween. Nah, <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, to be honest, I didn't listen from fucking ages. I know at least that Halloween has sung about fire many times, but uh, no. But but you said uh, gambling with the devil. Okay, let's check it. Out. I think uh, that. Uh, Fuck! I don't think I've ever listened to gambling with the devil, ever. I think I listened uh, once or twice. Let me see here. Do, 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 do. <coughs> oh hey, uh, again with uh, our third. <laughs> With our third, that is called Mel Brainfart. I'm just gonna edit this later on uh, when I get home. So whatever. We we decided. Um, okay. 
Hey, uh, we decided to basically to be one uh, part episode because the last segment with fire was like 15 minutes, something like this, man. Mm. So we're gonna do it like one episode, not two. And uh, the next, the second hour that we are approaching now is songs about ice. Yes. Uh, I think it's, since we are uh, speaking about ice, why not starting with Ice Age, Breaking the Ice, from their album, Breaking the Ice, that they released in 2017, I think. Was that late? I thought they were doing it earlier. Uh, I mean, was it like uh, they recorded uh, all the, the material from way back from the 80s yes but they didn't release it until like way later yep yeah i thought it was something like that because ice age is like pretty famous for being like uh, old school g- uh, woman band yeah I mean, swedish being a fresh metal band yeah even. so i mean they have a cool history but they were one of those bands that unfortunately didn't do anything while they were the most famous. So, but but they're still around. Yeah, and uh, that is pretty cool, I guess. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's always cool to see a band come back and uh, do the things that they didn't done before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. Um, <clears throat> Did you have anything more to add about that? No, except uh, check the Ice Age uh, with their album. I hope uh, they record the new one soon. I hope, but we will see. Yeah, I mean, uh, it'll it'll be fun to see. I I, I don't know, how how long did you say it was since they released? I don't remember, honestly, but I think around 2000, between 2015 till 2017, I don't remember. <laughs> fairly recent yeah I, I hope I see something new from them it would be fun yeah on my list I have um, the first first track that popped into my mind when it came to ice was uh, blind guardians beyond the ice from uh, their um, follow the blind album which is a instrumental that they had a tradition of doing before they started sucking <laughs> so uh, nah, they don't really suck it's just that they don't do instrumentals anymore <coughs> oh excuse me well um i think they sort of stopped with it after the second album by the way but uh, it was a cool concept i, I really missed the thing with bands old school bands having instrumentals i mean i remember mm. iron maiden having instrumentals a lot in the early days and uh, then they quit because uh, just like a member of a band I was in said to me that it's way better to have vocals on a track than not to have them. Depends. And the older I get, the less I agree. So. <laughs> yeah, but uh, like I said, it depends. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it can rule the song. I mean, uh, yeah, it depends. It really does depend. But this is a good instrument. Because for me, uh, that uh, song uh, from Metallica, it was. Um, uh, my friend Misery, it could be great uh, instrumental. Yeah, it's better as a bass solo than it is yeah. as a song. So I would agree on that. But yeah, my uh, my first pick here was uh, Beyond the Eyes by, by Blind Guardian. And speaking of Metallica, mm-hmm. why not uh, Trapped Under Ice 
Of course. Since be, from their greatest album ever. Uh, right this is the third time today we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, as as we're recording this, we, since we're doing it in the same day, but yeah, um, I actually like that one very much. Yeah, very underrated uh, song. Uh, actually underrated, not underappreciated. Underrated. Underrated, definitely. Uh, so, just give us a chance. Uh, give give it a chance. Uh, like uh, Escape, uh, very underrated, unfortunately. And um, it's a great song. I don't know, I don't... I'm wondering if I've heard anyone... Um, I, I think those songs get, just get like, ignored, generally. Yeah. I mean, when I when when you're in a discussion about the Ride the Lightning album, you're always like talking about... Fight Fire with Fire, uh, Ride the Lightning, yeah, yeah, of course, those songs. But you never talk about the smaller songs but they're just as good as the rest so yeah. but we've been through that so everyone knows it um, especially in our Metallica episode that we recorded uh, back in the days yeah last I think, year I think we basically finished the Metallica discussion I, I don't know maybe maybe if we want to get into like the later era Metallica but I don't think any one of us has the fucking patience to no we done it and we just pull it uh, very fast yeah we we, we plowed through it so but I, I mean, I think I went. I think I came to like reload, and I was like, "Fuck this shit, <laughs> this is over." But yeah, anyway, you know, trapped on the ice, Metallica, a great one. And um, speaking of favorite bands, I got two Running Wild songs on this one, and uh, the first one is "Fire and Ice," and I think it was from uh, the Rivalry record from '98, if I'm not mistaken. And if I am mistaken, please write it in the comments so that I know. But um, it's a fairly decent uh, mid-tempo track. Nothing, nothing too special about it. But it has that uh, sort of um, I don't know. Uh, there are like awesome running wild songs, and then are the there are those like mid-tempo drinking songs. <laughs> and I don't mean like drinking songs that you makes you want to drink. Well, kind of, but it's sort of a song that you hear in a pub, like at Pub Anchor at like mm. one o'clock, everyone is tired, Yeah. and you hear this standard ass heavy metal hard rock thing, and that's what it sounds like, but in a good way. So, I don't know. Uh, if you put uh, Pub Anchor uh, and Good Way in some uh, sentence, that's not good. <laughs> I'm basically describing this, it sounds like shit, but in a good way. So well, well, uh, quickly just before that, uh, there was this was the interesting part because the, this fire and ice and this second one was the only ones that had ice in the title from Running Wild, and the second one I, I want to quickly mention it just so I get it out of the way was Land of Ice from um, Under Jolly Roger. It is, as a matter of fact, and it's the weirdest fucking song ever made. That's why probably I can't uh, get in how it's uh, sound. Uh, now it's like it's, pre not it's pretty cool. boring actually. Uh. <laughs> it's nothing too special uh, because under Jolly Roger album, that's an album that people say, "Oh my God, it's so fucking awesome," but it only has like one song. 
and everyone knows what it is. But I mean, Jolly Roger. Exactly. And maybe some people will say Raw Ride, some others will say Diamonds of the Black Chest. But most of the songs are pretty. And this is another one of those tracks. But it is kind of interesting because it's telling us about the future. That uh, we will pollute the earth so hard that we, need, we will uh, freeze over. We need Greta Thunberg. After. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I mean, this is like that movie, uh, The Day After Tomorrow, like way before it was released. So. Uh, which uh, the, uh, the nuclear uh, day after? or uh, No, The Day After Tomorrow was when the earth froze over. Uh, that's the other one. Because uh, there is uh, one... Uh, uh, that was like uh, after nuclear and they oh really yeah it's old one no the, the one I'm talking about is the Roland Emmerich yeah, yeah. Uh, it came out in like 2008 uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no the art is from nice I think I, don't I, I didn't even know they it's after uh, nuclear uh, radiation and whatever but speaking of nuclear winter we're uh-huh. not going with some with the nuclear winter from uh, I think it was uh, from persecution there we go uh, um, smooth transition because I'm not sure uh, I think it was uh, from persecution not or uh, agent orange because those album is uh, a little bit blended uh, yeah they tend to mix together a and uh, bit. yeah so nuclear winter man no uh, yeah it's definitely not about the winter but uh, yeah, it's but I mean, uh, I guess it is cold though. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I haven't been through a nuclear winter, but I actually think it's from per- Persecution Mania. I mean, it, uh, uh, yes, it's the first track from Persecution Mania. Yeah. Well, my memory still serve me. Quite but that's well. a, that's the problem with Sodom though, with uh, Persecution and Agent Orange. They're so blended. Yeah, for for me they are. I, I think they are actually. Didn't they release like a double album with both of them? Mm, no, they released with Insane of You and Ah, and Obsessed, Obsessed. yeah. yeah. Uh, that was the thing, alright. That well, I then, had in my collection. Um, back to my list then. Um, a fairly obvious one Iced Earth by Iced Earth. From Iced Earth. How many times do I have to. I mean, I, I don't know a lot of bands, clearly. I only have like five go-to bands it feels like <laughs> which I'm fine with because you don't need to listen to many bands I I remember a discussion I had with my stepbrother like way back and I was like listening to this fucking band what was it called Civil War it was uh, this, uh, 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 like uh, Sabaton uh, version 2 yeah exactly yeah yeah or Sabaton uh, what should you call it? Sabaton Exiles or whatever. Yeah. And I was listening to that and he was like coming up to me and he's like, what the fuck are you listening to? I'm, I'm, li- I'm listening to Civil War. And he's like, what is that? And then I explained him, like, like, you, like you said, and he was like, what's the point? You already have Sabaton. <laughs> and it's like, well, it's not the same thing. But yeah, it sounds like the same. <laughs> So yeah, but also uh, there is uh, some bands that sounds way better uh, when they split uh, from the original one. That is true, but I, I don't think they sound alike. They sound very different, so I don't know what he was about. But he always told me that 
whenever I would listen to some power metal band, he was like, this sounds like Stratovarius. Why are you not listening to Stratovarius? And I'm always like, yeah, um, yeah but because like, it isn't Stratovarius. What yeah, but uh, let's get real. <laughs> well, I always joking uh, that the music has been written till the 90s and that's it. That is true, though. <coughs> so <coughs> that is true though so a little bit of a tangent there, yeah so. but um, yeah speaking of ice and ice earth and uh, Metallica since um, they say the Cliff Burton was being killed thanks to a black ice why not go with ACDC black ice oh that's a good one yeah, I was like, uh, I remember ACC have something with ice and black ice. I don't remember when it came out, around 2012, I think. 2008, I believe. Something. Because I remember, um, I actually went to see them on the Black Ice tour, which uh -huh. was in 2009, I believe. Uh, 2010, maybe, because they, they did like long tours. As usual. They've always done that. Yeah. They, they be like they do they do an album and then they tour it. They do like Metallica style, like tour it for like four years or whatever. Not a long really, stretch. It is a long stretch, but um, yeah, I remember going because uh, my dad wanted to go, and I don't know. I think yeah, he wanted to go, and he bought me the tickets. And I saw them two thousand ten actually. But uh, the funny thing with ACDC um, is basically just in Europe. They have three stages. Three. Yeah. So basically, one uh, one is, uh, for example, in Stockholm, the other one is going to Gothenburg. The third one is going to Malmo. So when they finish the Stockholm, till they have, oh. till they are uh, tear down the stage and put in the truck, uh, they are going directly to Narsi. So they basically are prepared for the next show in advance yeah basically i mean because um, they have a huge production man they have a huge production but but I, I don't know how they do it though but i think they it is like you say but i think they carry it further than just one country they no no i'm uh, speaking yeah. about the europe i just give a uh, example with three cities with three cities not uh but because they don't play uh, i i don't know for Sweden, but when uh, they play in bulgaria they didn't play uh, Sofia Plovdiv uh, Varna they play just Sofia and they go to Romania for example yeah they, they always play I mean in those states unfortunately m many bands only play like one like one one city and usually it's the like major Sofia bands, yeah. and then they go to like Bucharest yeah and, uh, whatever do they go to Moldavia I don't even know whatever that's uh, they a lot, of, a, a lot of band goes to Kiev, I've noticed. A lot of, you know, yeah. Ukraine. It's uh, But obviously there's a lot of people situated in those countries. I mean, playing in Russia, I mean, I have experiences. <laughs> Big audiences, for some well, reason. Well, Metallica also, Metallica Pantera, this uh, Monster of Rock tour. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but speaking about Ukraine and uh, Eastern Europe, yeah, I have something on my list here, which was um, actually on my uh, top uh, top ten of all albums list. Conquests, Frozen Sky, the V Angel Conquest, mm -hmm. not the Conquest from Britain or 
America or from Brazil. There's probably a conquest in every part of the world. Probably. But this is the Ukrainian one I'm talking about, which is uh, interesting. By the way, I try to get, um, try to contact the guys yeah. in the band. I still haven't heard anything, which isn't weird because they haven't played. They basically split up in 2015, so I don't know where this email address goes. But well, uh, try to connect with. Uh, we're gonna speak to them. Uh, we're gonna solve it in some way, but yeah, yeah, Frozen Sky. That's a cool fucking song from a cool fucking album. So check that shit out. Well, I'm going <laughs> again, classic man. All right, let's go classic. One of the first uh, Speed Metal uh, songs ever written. Queen, Stone Cold Crazy. Oh, that was a good one too. Yeah, or if uh, we're <laughs> not uh, speaking about hard rock, we can say Metallica, Stone Cold Crazy. Cover. But that song <laughs> is basically a speed metal song yeah. anyway, so I mean, uh, that goes. So <laughs> that's, that's fine, that's fine. So I don't have anything against Stone Cold Crazy. No, it's a very fast uh, song for a band that is that were like 70s. I mean, Queen 80s. was a weird fucking band. Yeah, they they were. They man. were all over the place. That's what's so great about them because they created so much stuff. Yeah. Like Stone Cold Crazy, basically fucking speed metal, invented there. And they the, have an album that is called Jazz. <laughs> and. Uh, they also have uh, some kind of magic and Barcelona. Uh, I mean, they've been all over the place. The thing is, um, I think we talked about it before, but it's always interesting to bring up what kind of queen you were brought up on, because I think it's different for everyone. But the seventies stuff, I I never heard when I grew up. My dad was like way into like this eighties stuff. More rockish, metalish. Yeah, um, my dad was more into like Radio Gaga and uh, all yeah. that shit from the eighties, which is I don't I'm not saying it. I, I love that stuff. Except that you hate radio. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. But uh, that's the thing I've heard. So the seventies stuff I haven't really heard too much of. I mean, obviously everyone has heard uh, the Bohemian Rhapsody. Which was from uh, what, what was that record called? Was it called the Bohemian uh, Rhapsody? I don't re- I, I'm very <sighs> bad with the uh, albums. Yeah, I barely don't remember. But I think uh, actually, I think Queen was so boring. They were doing like a Led Zeppelin kind of thing, like one, two, and three, four. I think. I don't remember, man. A lot of bands were doing the, that around that same point. So I don't know. But yeah, Stone Cold Crazy. That that's a good pick. That's a really good pick. As a matter of fact. Uh, so uh, next on my list here is um, Frozen by Dissection or Dissection or whatever you like to call it and it's from the Somber Lane record which uh, wasn't my favorite record of the band but it's still a good one and the Frozen track is uh, it's, it's a cool one it sounds very vampiric which I like really good mixture of like the old school death and the old school black metal of the time because i think the somber lane especially that album had a very interesting mixture of both of uh, the extreme genres that were going on in sweden and in norway Norway, and uh, that is why um, did you know actually that john in uh, dissection actually received a death threat from 
<laughs> one of the Norwegian guys. Uh, which one? Burzu or uh, uh, not that? Aston uh, Orsef. I'm thinking about. Yeah. I don't remember his name now. It was Euronymous. Euronymous. Yeah. Now it came. Yeah, Euronymous was one of. He was threatened by. <laughs> Euronymous and or liked by one of them. I don't remember how it was. I definitely remember that uh, LG, for instance, was like one of the guys that were threatened to death <laughs> by uh, Euronymous, which is, uh, I don't know, is that a badge of honor? I don't know. Eventually he got killed for doing that shit. So yeah. I don't know. <coughs> Not everyone can uh, stay his uh, shit man, so... No. <laughs> Probably. So, yeah, I'm going with uh, Dissections Frozen. Well, since we are on the melodic black metal and uh, Swedish black metal... Yeah. I'm going with uh, East Up with uh, Frostbiten. Oh, fuck, East Up. That was a while ago. Yeah, uh, I saw them. Uh, they were a support band for uh, uh, b- b- fuck for which, uh, not destruction uh, disaster. And I saw them and um, like uh, I do always when I like band to go and buy the city. And because I didn't have money to buy the whole merchandise, I bought uh, just uh, Frostbitten. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's, it's a, been a while since I checked it's out. It's the man. album. Uh, oh, okay, Frostbeaten. Yeah, that's uh, the second to last album. Yeah, that's a good. I actually remember uh, being. Um, <laughs> I actually being remember being recommended this band a while back. And um, this is the kind of black metal I really like, by the way. This melodic stuff. So Yeah, like fine, uh, this stuff. So, uh, yeah. That's a good one. And by the way, East Top means icicle in Swedish. So that you international audience out there know. Alright, so next on my list I have... Uh, well, we're in the black black area. Black metal area, that mm-hmm. is. And uh, I got some bath for you. Blood on Ice. Which is... Uh, I kind of regret now not putting it on my top 10 list <laughs> because that's a fantastic fucking album because it's basically like Bathory trying to do manual because the vocals are just clean and it's just about gods and glory and yeah. thunder and um, yeah the, the title track is just as fantastic as the rest of the album so uh, but you know, uh, like we said, uh, this top 10, except uh, for my top 2, probably if you ask me after one week, it's going to be totally different top 80, uh, top 8. Oh yeah, I mean, um, that's what I even put down in the show notes for, for that show, is that we will probably change our minds after we've done the top 10 and uh, I'm clearly right but I don't know where I would put this but it's definitely one of I mean in my in my opinion the best uh, that uh, Bathory has put out and a lot of people are like uh, especially my friend Kilban is like what the fuck why do you think Blood on Ice is so good and I'm like because it sounds like Manowar but <laughs> more like Necro Blackish Manowar yeah, there, there we go and that's why I like it and yeah 
So blood on ice. All right. Uh, again, I'm going with Kvayan from the <laughs> their first and only for now album uh, of Europa. Even uh, more black metal. <laughs> yeah. Bestio, uh, Bestio Winter. I think it's almost uh, second to last song from their album. But um, yeah, Bestio Winter because it's winter and we like our winter dark and cold. Especially me. Yeah, who doesn't? Uh, Shayan. Yeah, Shayan doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> A friend of ours, uh, he he doesn't. He he hate winter time. And he always takes like these silly ass fucking photos of himself every winter, where because he has a huge fucking beard, and uh, whenever it's cold outside, you know how it is. If you have ever had a beer in a a beer uh, a beard in a cold winter weather, you always know it's freezing together. And uh, it's really funny to see his beard because he has like this huge fucking Santa beard yeah. basically, and it's all just fucking. <laughs> turns into a, <laughs> turns into an east top. No, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he's not a huge fan, but that's why you have a goatee like me. Then you all get like one solid. That's why I fucking hate summer, for example. But I love winter. All right, man. The sure. thing is, I I love seasons. But okay, since we are on the cold uh, on the cold subjects here, I have. Uh, a bunch of songs that I think I've listened to, but I don't remember, <laughs> because I was just searching for something that had with ice or frozen to do. So because um, uh, we done our researches uh, for a half hour before uh, <laughs> our recording, you know. Yeah, we've obviously not been having the same amount of time. But actually, one thing that I found out about, which was kind of uh, excited to hear again, was uh, Awoken. Towers of Frozen Dusk. Now, what the fuck is Awoken? It's a funeral doom metal band. And mm. uh, some might wonder, what the fuck is funeral doom? It's doom metal, but slower. Basically, one uh, note for a half hour. No, that's drone. <laughs> that is drone metal. Drone, uh, man, is this flying shit that make uh, photos in the air and whatever. No, no, drone is basically like for three and a half minutes and then a chord change. Uh. Funeral Doom is like speed metal to drone. So it's a little quicker. But Awoken is, um, I think it's one of the most interesting bands I've ever heard because they're sort of like, they're not that slow. They usually do 60 BPM, which I think is a little bit too fast for their kind of music, but stay with me. But uh, it's been a while since I checked them out. I actually have a couple of their records. And it's the kind of music you don't really listen to it at a party. <laughs> no. You put the shit on when you want to go to sleep. But yeah, in a good way. Even uh, when I'm uh, going to sleep, I'm not going to put to listen, but whatever. <laughs> but um, the thing is, that Towers of Frozen Dusk was from their first demo. Where they were a little bit quicker, a little bit more aggressive, a little younger. But as the years have gone by, they've gone a little bit slower So um, they need just to change their drugs. They were basically like when they started out, they were like a death doom band, hmm. and then they were like, "Fuck it, let's go slower." You know, you know how it, there's always this thing. This is what I love about metal. You either like 
go faster and extremer or you go slower and dronier or I mean I mean it's it's always like a competition who can be the fastest band who can be the slowest band yeah, like uh, back in the day. Who can day. sing the highest, who can sing the lowest, you know. Like, like uh, back in the days when uh, Metallica kicked Dave from Mustaine and he was like, I'm gonna show you I'm uh, one of the fastest uh, guitarists in the fucking planet. I mean, his plan was basically, I'm gonna do Metallica, but cooler, faster, and more badass. Yeah. And in many ways, I think he did. Yeah. In the early days. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, uh... Not cooler. Uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> Not cooler. It depends on what your definition yeah, of cool is. is. <laughs> yeah, well, but there is always. So. I, I don't think Lars yeah. Ulrich uh, drumming is cooler than. No, come on, man. Than, than Chris Poland uh, getting high on speed and drumming. I don't know. I, I think. I, I'm not. I'm, I'm not condoning drug use, <laughs> but I think it's way cooler than what Chris Poland did and what. No, but Chris, I mean, Chris Poland was a heroine if I don't. Yeah, it was. I mean, they did speedball. No, oh, no, 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 no. You're right. You're right, as matter. Speedballs was what uh, Dave and Dave did. Yeah. And Chris Poland and um, uh, the other Polish guy that played uh, guitar uh, on that man. Fuck. I forgot. Uh, okay. <laughs> Metal archives. Uh, fuck. Not the. I'm going. I, I'm going. Oh, you actually have the. Okay, who is quicker, the book, <laughs> the book or the internet? Let's go. Let's go, uh, past members. Chris Poland. Chris Poland. Some 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 got not Garcia. What was the name of the drummer? Some Gar Samuelson. Gar Samuelson. Oh, Gar Samuelson. Yeah. Chris Poland. Okay, I, I, okay, I mixed it up. But both were Polish. Yeah. That I know from somewhere. It's really funny that a guy literally named Poland <laughs> has Polish ancestry. That's fucking hilarious. But yeah, okay, we, we went on on a ta tangent again. But um, I guess, are you, do you have something on your list? Yeah, of course I have. Um, because uh, when I moved in Sweden, it was uh, cold winter. And I always uh, joking, I was a uh, lone wolf. So I'm coming with the Destroyer 666, one wolf winter. Oh man. From, I don't remember from which album, but uh, that's uh, this one, um, Trial by Fire and uh, I'm the War Gods. I think it's most popular song of um, Destroyer and also uh, Australian and Antichrist. Uh, but I, think, uh, I haven't heard too much about Destroyer in later years. They they were sort of cancelled for <laughs> for reasons. Yeah, reasons we we both we, of us know and e probably everyone knows. So, but we are not speaking. We are not so. speaking about it. No. Uh, but yeah, they haven't. Uh, they released a live album this year, but they haven't released anything since 2016. But but then again, they have been. Have doing like pretty mm -hmm. scarce yeah. uh, stuff, but but I like them. I like what I've heard of them, you know, musically. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. And actually, I have three more songs uh, that we can uh, fill up uh, the time, because uh, like we said, uh, this <laughs> it's your turn, man. I mean, um, 
we don't have uh, so much time for uh, research and uh, yeah, but everything. We, so we may basically managed to fill this episode. It's gonna be like a one episode, not to like we was uh, what was the plan before. Yeah, this is better. Yes, cutting together bits. That, that will Probably work. next year we are gonna make uh, <laughs> of. Uh, songs about uh, fire and ice part two <laughs> but that's oh, never. but next we uh, next uh, next uh, year not now yeah next year so so uh, for me i don't know i have a bunch of songs that uh um, it man i don't think i haven't i mean there's like stratovarius thin ice which i don't even remember but it's from an album that i've listened to that you don't remember yeah, that I don't remember. <laughs> no, it's from Dreamscape, but I don't remember. Code songs. No, because, I mean, it's from the era where um, Timo Tolki, the guitarist, yeah. he was a vocalist as well. And he um, was a pretty boring vocalist. It's not that he sang badly, he sang boringly. If, if that even makes sense. No. no. <laughs> not for me. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't until like way later where uh, Tony, uh, or was it Ton Tony Cotipelto, I think he was Cotipelto. his name, Cotipelto. came, came uh, into the band and then it became good, but before that uh, it was pretty mediocre. But that uh, is uh, one other uh, side, uh, he have another project, I don't know, before or after that, Cotipelto. Uh, Cotipelto, I, I mean, he's a, he's been everywhere. And no, 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 his project was uh, Cotipelto. Yeah, but he's been doing a lot of shit because he likes to do singing. I mean, yeah. Cotipelto has also done uh, a project called Oh Man. Cotipelto. Uh, yeah, that's one of them. Yeah, I, I was uh, speaking about that one. But he also did another thing. Uh, I don't know, I'm not so much into a power and... Uh, I, I should have remembered it, but I don't, one. so whatever. The um, other one uh, I'm having here because so we can go in a tangent of Cotipelto for uh, fucking ages uh, probably never but uh, yeah whatever it's uh the album with the white bear man messiah extreme cold weather what messiah i think uh, i i'm extreme cold weather i, I literally it's death metal band it's classic death metal <laughs> Oh really? Okay, I, I I literally have never heard of this. It's because when I think about Messiah, I think about like the old Candlemas vocals. No, 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 Messiah is the band. Uh, so since you, it's classic death metal, and uh, I think that's um, their most uh, famous uh, uh, album. Uh, you can uh, search as uh, Extreme Cold Weather uh, name name title. Oh fuck that! Okay. Um, and. That then I also have uh, Venom Temple uh, Temple Fies and Immortal uh, the Heart of the Winter. That's my songs that I came up uh, at this episode. There are like a million messiahs. Um, Just the right extreme cold weather, but what else? You can search after the show. Oh, who gives a shit? <laughs> okay. But 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 I literally never heard about it, so. You probably played it, of course, but... No, I didn't. I'm not shit. such a huge fan of Masa, so I very rarely play them. One track that I 
know of is um, this one the shadow lies frozen on the hills by summoning and summoning is a very interesting band isn't that uh, there are like a suicidal depressive black metal not suicidal and depressive but atmospheric uh, probably I was thinking <laughs> about uh, shining you probably yeah you're probably thinking about now there that's the one but no summoning is uh, is basically Lord of the Rings black metal mm -hmm. if it does make sense but yeah uh, it does they basically um, you know I've been talking about a lot of this genre to and from on this show about the dungeons in genre mm -hmm. which is just basically like the thing that Bursum was doing ding 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 but these guys actually did it you know better. way more way better yeah in many ways they were extre they were very much influenced by uh, by Bursum but they did it uh, a way more in a way more epic way and bigger oh man I've so, never uh, been a fan of Bursum like nah but um, I'm just telling the yeah, audience yeah. <laughs> so uh, I give my opinion for those it. of you who don't know but I think I some of you guys know and uh, uh, this is actually the only summoning record I own which is Stronghold and it's um, I, I don't know I I didn't know when I bought the record I only saw it uh, in, in the stores mm -hmm. and I couldn't read the logo because they have a very interesting logo where it's like the word summoning written in a pentagram yeah but it's written in a fucking weird way so you can't even read it and I was like I was showing it to my friend. What, what does this say? And it was like, I don't know. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna buy this because I don't know what it is. <laughs> and it might be good. And well, uh, but at least it's better <laughs> than uh, the one made uh, from branches. Oh, oh yeah. It, it it wasn't like one of those branches frost like fucking weird covers. It was just a pentagram. But the thing was, the, the S was there, the O was in the middle, yeah, and uh, it was all over the fucking place. And I was like, what the fuck is this band even called? Yeah. Because, it, you know, that's the thing with black metal. It's always style over substance. The, the, when it comes to logos, yeah. not the music, because the music can be extremely good. But the logos, however, it's like, it has to be like a symbol. Not everyone uh, have to go like Satyricon, for example, or... Uh... Now, Satyricon has a... You, you, can write, you can read it. And, yeah. I, and I even and think there are people... Can. Aren't there people out there that say that if you can read a logo, it, you're not true. Yeah. And it's right. like, who cares? <laughs> who gives a yeah. shit? Well, I think uh, it's enough for this episode, man. Cause, um, yeah, I think we've done enough. I'm going to edit it down a bit yeah. later when I get home so we can make it seem like we've been going for, I don't know, two hours. Uh, all right guys um that's for real that's uh, <laughs> the end of this episode and uh, see you next time till then stay tuned or be doomed <laughs>